You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Let the weak say, I am strong. If you, in one way or another, feel weak, don't be frightened. Learn through the saving mercies of Jesus to think the thoughts of God. Let the weak say, I'm strong. In the book of Joel, chapter 3, verse 10, you'll find this statement. Let the weak say, I'm strong. What you say can make all the difference. If we constantly are rehearsing our failings and weaknesses in the way that we talk about ourselves or the way we are constantly talking, you can talk yourself right into a miserable place. You can speak yourself right into the most hopeless, despairing place. Your own mouth can tear you down. But we need to let our mouth be an instrument of God to build ourselves up in our most holy faith by praying in the Spirit, as it says in Jude verse 20. And you begin to, with your mouth in prayer, say, Lord, you are my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Lord, you are the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? As it says in Psalm 27 verse 1. You are my strength, Lord. You are my strength, Lord. Friends, you need to let your mouth become the very source through which God begins to lift you up. Come on, let the weak say, I'm strong. Come on, it is so important what you say, what you say. And it's, the Bible says in Romans 10, the righteous person is the person who in their hearts believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and with their mouth speak about salvation. Will you say, I'm saved in Christ, I'm washed in His blood. You know, when I was younger in the faith and the devil would tempt me with feelings of uh, uh, accusing that I'm a mere weak human being and would point me out where I still had my weak human failings. The only way I could survive those temptations is by speaking the Word of God. Oh, I would say from Romans chapter 8, verse 31, what shall I say of these things? If God before me, who could be against me? Who would lay a charge against me when God's justified me? Who could condemn me when Christ died? Furthermore, is also risen for me and at the Father's right hand interceding for me. Nobody can separate me from your love, Father, that I have through Jesus. And I would pray this way and pray this way and speak this way. There is such power when we begin to say what God says, when we begin to speak His Word. When Jesus, the Bible says in Luke 4, was being tempted by Satan, having the horrific audacity of His lying nature, saying, well, 
if you are the Son of God, when just four weeks before, three and a half weeks before, God opened the heavens, pouring out His Holy Spirit in the manifestation of the wings of a dove upon Him, saying, You are my Son, and you am well pleased. And here, three and a half weeks later, Satan dares to come and say to Him, If you are the Son of God, why don't you make bread out of these stones? You see, the devil was tempting him at the very point of his divine connection with God, trying to get in between him and God. And Jesus, feeling the weakness of not having ate for, for a whole month, 40 days, not having ate for that time, and he was hungry. And here comes the enemy right at that point of his need, right at the point of his desire. And he said, he said, Jesus said, Man, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Jesus spoke into his weakness the word of God. Jesus spoke as a protection against Satan over his weakness, the word of God. Do you see it? Simply quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8. That's where you find that scripture. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You can do this. I can do this. Let the weak say, come on, come on, shift in your spirit. Shift in this area where you have said, what do I have to do, Lord? What do I have to do? It's not changing. What do I have to do, Lord? I feel such pain about this, such want, such desire, such need. What am I to do? Change. Shift out of that Come on, come on, shift out of that. Stop it today and say, Lord, you are my strength. Lord, you are my God. In you, I have victory. In you, I have provision. In you, I have the answer. Oh, Father, I worship you for the answer today. I praise you for your provision that all my needs are met according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Uh, Philippians 4 verse 19. Speak the word of God into the situation. Come on, this is one of the great powers that God entrusts to you and me. When the Apostle Paul was being so harassed by the devil, like Jesus was there in Luke chapter 4, he said to the Lord, please, Lord, please, can we please get that? I don't, please help me, please help me. Three times he interceded with the Lord, help me, Lord, help me. And the Lord Jesus came to Paul and gave him more than just a moment of help. I know that all of us, we, we have this praise the Lord. I know where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You know, we have this faith that the Lord will help me. The Lord will help me. I trust him. He will help me. He's promised it to Isaiah 41 verse 10. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you. Isaiah 41 verse 10. And, and we have these scriptures and we say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. But sometimes, friends, the reason the answer doesn't come because we're looking for the wrong answer. I want you to see when Paul was seeking the Lord for the answer and the Lord, it says, Verse 8 of 2 Corinthians 12. Three times I called upon the Lord and besought him about this and begged that it might depart from me. But he said to me, my grace 
My favor and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength here comes and power are made perfect, fulfilled and complete and show themselves most effective in your weakness. So Paul says, therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and power of Christ the Messiah may rest, yes, may pitch its tent over and dwell upon me. So for his sake, for the sake of Christ, I am well pleased and take pleasure in my infirmities, in my in insults, hardships, persecution, perplexities, distresses. Because listen, when I'm weak in human strength, then I'm truly strong, able, powerful in Christ's divine strength. And I know that sometimes, friends, we're looking for the wrong answer. And that could even be so for a time or season when you're going through illness. I'll never forget as a pastor in the Netherlands in a town called Schiedam when where my father had built a church and I had the privilege to pastor that congregation for him on his behalf. There was this older couple, brother and sister Gisler. Uh, nee, no, no. Um, oh, what's their name now? It's a little while ago. It's about 35, no, 37 years ago, 38 years ago. Yeah, 38. Van Duin, I think, maybe. I, I just, oh, I wish I could remember the name. I could see them in my heart. But that dear sister, they were all the couple. She had something with her bones that they became so soft that they could not uphold her body. So she wore a corset around her whole torso to help her bones hold her body up. And that created its own discomfort and pain and so forth. Never, ever did I see her mope, have a bad attitude, or, or show any signs. It is that I happen to know it, otherwise you'd never know it. And if anybody was always there, every week, in every service, standing alongside me in Virginia and pastoring that church, it was that precious couple. And, and one time, I came off the podium after ministering, and a gentleman walked up to me, and I thought he wanted to greet me. So I stretched up my hand to shake his hand, and instead of my hand, he hit me on my face so hard that it instantly knocked me out cold. I was unconscious. The first person <laughs> that jumped upon that man to stop him from hitting me again was that brother. Oh, my her husband, all the couple, but they lived by the power of God despite their age and despite their physical infirmities. What Paul shows here in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9 and 10 is what was obvious in them, that despite they had their limitations physically, mentally, emotionally because of their age and their, their illnesses, they were living by this power, by this strength of God. Oh, hallelujah, when you begin to know it is the Lord who strengthens you, let the weak say, 
I am strong. Friends, I want to encourage you today, no matter how weak you feel, no matter what inabilities you face, don't let it stop you because it doesn't need to. Yes, I understand if you have a leg issue, you can't walk as quick. Like that dear sister, she couldn't go as quick because of her physical frame, but it did not stop her. She might have been slow, but she was never late, so to speak, because the strength of God carried her. Now, this is what I want to say. Let the weak say, I am strong. Amen. Have a good day.